0: Hello, my friends. My name is Adina Barlow, and I am a life coach who teaches you how to have an amazing relationship with yourself so you can have a wonderful relationship with everybody else. Today, I'm going to talk about the difference between empathy and sympathy. First of all, most of us need empathy. It is a universal human need, especially when we're suffering but even when we're celebrating life's pleasures and joys however we do not want sympathy so here's the difference empathy is the ability to share the feelings of another and sympathy is pity or for another person's sorrow or misfortune and you don't want anybody to pity you because it's not it it feels disingenuous it's like you're not connected when you pity another person you're actually separating yourself from them and their suffering their sorrow however when you empathize with someone you are connecting to their their suffering or sorrow or joy or whatever the feelings they're having you're sharing it with them As humans we desperately need connection and we are a social species so of course we need connection and that empathy that sharing of emotions that's the connection that feeds the the dry well it's like pouring rain and filling up the dry well of our souls especially when we haven't had anybody empathize with us for a long time A few days ago some friends and I were walking in the park and there was a lady who was walking past and she she just looked so miserable and so I wanted to brighten her day and and I said good day and then I was surprised because she actually stopped and she said excuse me and so we all turned around and and she asked if we knew anything about the government and the medical system controlling people's minds. And, and we were all a little taken back, like, oh, this is definitely weird. And we're like, no, no, we don't know that anything about that. And she proceeds to tell us how she had been misdiagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia, that the police had told her they couldn't help her. The FBI told her to stop calling them. And, and so it was clear to me that she was really suffering with some some mental condition probably paranoid schizophrenia I don't know enough about mental health to to know to be sure but i still I wanted to connect with her not just disregard her and and so I asked her what she would like from us and she's like well I want you to tell me what you know and so I started to talk with her about trying to focus her mind on enjoyable things on like the birds and the trees and stuff. And I really didn't know what to do. But at one point she was like, well, you're pretty stupid and don't know anything. And, and nobody likes you. You don't have any friends. And I could just tell that she was talking about herself and like, that that's the story she was telling herself and it was pretty clear she'd probably pushed all the people away from her life and I just felt so much sorrow for her for her if I were in her situation I would feel afraid and confused and and devastated and so I I told her I was like wow that sounds really sad and anyway we continued to have a little bit of a conversation and she eventually walked away. She did ask me to, to call the FBI for her or the police, which I refused. But um, I hoped that, that by just connecting with her, it might've made a difference for her. And it made me think a lot about how we as a society treat the people who are experiencing mental confusion or or a lot of pain or paranoia or anger or any of those things that are really hard to handle. And a lot of times we reject them because we can't fix them. And and we want to fix them or try to fix them and and they don't want that. And so they reject us. And so it's this downward spiral of isolation and rejection and it makes me think about how much we do that to ourselves. How much, like when whenever you're feeling an emotion that you don't like, do you reject yourself? I certainly have and still do sometimes where my, my knee jerk reaction is like, oh no, I can't feel that. And, or I wanna fix it right away. <laughs> or if somebody else around me is is experiencing some Discomfort. I want to fix them right away and it's like, well, maybe that's not what we need. Maybe all all we need to do is empathize, is to share in their emotion. Now that's different from getting sucked into their story, right? So I wasn't going to believe this lady that that the medical system, the people there, or the government was controlling her mind. That's just not a story I'm going to share. However, I can absolutely share her confusion and her sorrow and her, I can, I can relate to those feelings and try to express that. So even last night, my partner was telling me about a lot of stress he was having with work and I caught myself trying to fix it asking him you know have you done this and have you done that and then i was just like oh no okay right and then I, I was just like oh gosh that sounds really stressful and and really that was all he needed was for me to share in in his emotion and to let me know that he's not going to be able to do anything more that day because he's already full but but he he didn't need me to fix anything And so even with myself, when I'm feeling a big emotion, maybe I'm feeling dread about the state of the world, which is something I experience a lot. Um, Dread about global problems and climate change, etc. Instead of rejecting those emotions of dread, I can just accept and, and be in it and say oh yeah i'm feeling dread right now yeah okay and maybe i can share that with somebody who's willing to receive my emotions and share with me instead of trying to fix me so for yourself and for anybody in your life especially those who have a story that is causing pain for them you don't have to believe their story or share in their story even though they might want you to because really what they're looking for is connection and sharing, it seems that the story is how you can share and connect but really the the connection of the emotion is the place where you're most able to feel connection. So give that a try and it might seem a little scary if you can learn To articulate emotions more, that's helpful. Nonviolent communication is a great tool for that. You can go to nvc.org and find their lists of feelings and needs so that you can learn a big language of feelings. And of course, needs, universal human needs, whenever they're met, we feel the the feelings of joy or pleasure or celebration, whenever they're not met, we feel pain of some kind. And so when you familiarize yourself with the language of feelings and needs, it's much easier to share with somebody's emotions. In my Emotions Masterclass, which is happening the first Thursday of each month, 10 a.m. Pacific time, I'm gonna teach you how to, first of all, Feel your own feelings, create a safe enough space for you to feel, and and to feel the sensations in your body, connect them in your body, which helps create that safety. And then from there, how to articulate them, and we'll use the tools from NVC to identify those feelings and needs, and articulate them first to yourself, so that you're understanding instead of rejecting yourself and then articulate them to other people so if you want to participate in that class and learn how to really be with emotions yourself for yourself and others go to adinabarlow.com and find the class registry there thank you for listening thank you for the work that you do to heal your relationship with yourself and to create beliefs and stories that support your life and support your connection with others. The work that you do makes a huge difference for everybody around you. It has a ripple effect. So thank you.